Welcome to another episode of the Rice Dynasty Podcast. My name is John George, owner of the GP Losers, and this is Michael Carey, owner of the new name, new team, Still Losers. But we will still beat Tom. I will clarify that. Hashtag beat Tom is still in the name. Yep. Um, that's that's actually our only goal this season is just to be the first team to ever beat Tom. What if you're the only team that beats Tom? You're basically the champion. Yeah, I, I really think I'd be the transla- transitive property champion. And that's, that's all I really want. Yeah, uh, I completely agree. Um, today, I want I want to start us off with with an interesting question. I want you to answer, Michael, because... Today on uh, Get Up, it's a little show on ESPN. They uh, they contacted the old Vegas, the masterminds in in Vegas. Okay. Um, got some spreads. Got some spreads for games that will never happen. Uh, but they they decided that it would be fun to make these spreads anyways. All right. They involve some college teams playing some professional level teams. All right. Get, First one. On. What? Lay them on me. I want to hear. First one, <clears throat> the Alabama Crimson Tide, All dominant, right. very good team this year yep. against the Buffalo Bills. The spread is Buffalo minus 28. Do you think who who wins it with the spread? Do, does Buffalo cover that minus 28? Um, you know, I, I think I think Alabama covers minus 28. Hmm. I think Alabama would here, – here's the biggest thing with Alabama is Buffalo does not have a quarterback who could consistently move the ball <laughs> against Alabama. I mean, yeah. I'm serious. Like, yeah. there are better college quarterbacks right now who won't than be able Nathan to move the ball against than, Nader, than Nathan Peterman and Josh Allen. There yeah. are better college quarterbacks right now. So and I think Buffalo would win that game just because – their offensive line, they'll just run the ball. And, I mean, Alabama's got a great defensive line, but I think eventually just these guys are pros. They will they would win that game. But I, I'd i probably put the line at like 17, 14 maybe. Mm, 17 or 14. I, w- I would go Buffalo covers this one. I just think <clears throat> you got a, you got a NFL-level team filled with – I mean, and there are 11 players on the field. Um. <clears throat> who are all pro level at one time uh, versus 11 other college players. And there's just not much as much of a big impact for like one player. Uh, whereas the NBA, which is our Dude, next spread. I, I, I just want to, I want to say Tuya is a better quarterback than anything Buffalo has on his, on their roster. I agree. I a hundred percent agree. And quarterback is the most important position on the field. That's what I, I don't know. But I Buffalo's just, Buffalo actually has a good defense, though. That's the bad part for. They have a fine defense, but Alabama. Never mind. Okay, not important. <laughs> Moving Point on. Point is, I think I think Alabama covers. I don't think they win. Okay. All right. Next one. Next one is we move on to some basketball. This is the second and final one. Uh, the Duke Blue Devils, as we saw, 
NBA level talent, some would say, on their team already. They're looking like an NBA team. Versus the LeBron Jameless Cleveland Cavaliers. The spread was the Cleveland Cavaliers minus 22 and a half. Um, uh, is Kevin Love playing? Uh, I'm not sure if they did this. Ba- I, I think they probably did it, including Kevin Love. Okay. If Kevin Love's playing... Here's the thing. Is Cleveland doesn't have a coach right now. That's the thing that sucks for Cleveland, is they literally don't have a coach. They don't have anybody who can like run that organization. That being said, would you say it was 22? 22 and a half. That's probably about right. I, I would... I'd probably say Cleveland wins. Now, if it's a college game, I say Duke covers. If it's an NBA game, like full 48 minutes, I'd say it's probably going to be about a 20-point game. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. True. I forgot about these rules because there's a bunch of different rules. The three-point line's different. Um, exactly. Yeah. That's why I, I don't think the Duke players would be ready for that. And I think that's a big difference. Yeah, that's true. What rule in in college? I guess only one foot down in in football. Um, I don't think there are any too many other big rules in college football. No, that that's are different from really NFL. the only big difference that I can. Oh, running clock in the NFL. Oh yeah, um, yeah, that's a pretty big yeah. rule too. So, so if it was a regard, if it was a barn burner, the the college game allows for more points to be scored because there's more time. The pro game. I mean, you see a blowout, it's – if you see a, a team score over 30, that's a really big week, you know. But in college, if you don't score over 30, you're probably not going to win. Yeah. Because there's so much more time in that game. But anyway, yeah. So interesting. Any other ones? Nope. Those were the only two they asked for and got. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, I think Duke could put up a good fight against the Cavaliers. Honestly, I think – three of those Duke players could be in the NBA right now, if you ask me. I yeah. got to see them live, though, so <laughs> it was like watching the Harlem Globetrotters, I'll tell you what. I'm sure it was, but... <laughs> uh, Alright. Okay. Sh- shall we dive into power rankings first? Yeah, let's go into power rankings. Give the people what they want. Alright, so let's go... Let's just move past number 10. Okay. Jeff Quinn, um, who is in full rebuild mode, but he's making some good moves. Yeah. I'll give him that. George Kittle, great That's... move. Mm-hmm. Uh, got a lot of picks, so Quinn, just your time's coming. Des Bryant was looking good until uh, this injury just happened, but uh, yeah. yeah. But will he play anywhere next year? I doubt it. Yeah. Okay. Number nine. Uh, number nine. Who you got? Alex. Yeah. Me too. You as well? Yeah. Um, I think, God, I just don't understand. I look at this roster and I'm like, how has he won more games than me? And me. And Michael. I mean, Mike Evans is the only good player on here. I guess Sammy Watkins has been scoring points because he's on the Chiefs now. Mitch Trubisky apparently is kind of good. But besides those three, I mean... You don't even have you don't even have like wide receiver one talent really on your team or running back one talent on your team. And he uh, still has Nick Foles and Teddy Bridgewater. They're backup quarterbacks. 
Yeah, you don't want that. Those two people and Amir don't... Abdullah doesn't have a team. And he has him. Oh, God. Wait, it says he's on Minnesota. That Okay, maybe he's on Minnesota. Yeah, Vikings claimed Amir Abdullah off waivers two days ago. I'd never heard news about that. Well, he, I mean, to be fair, he does have Dalvin Cook and Amari Cooper. so, But he's not playing Amari Cooper this week for some reason or another. <laughs> yeah. That's a bold call. Um, but anyway, yeah, Alex, yeah, you're going to lose this week, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, uh, you got to hope Alex doesn't sneak his way to the playoffs because I will be very upset if that happens. That'd be really funny. <laughs> that, that would have to be manager of the year. Like, not get... like drafter of the year, but like manager, management. Of management the of the year. I mean, it would be yeah. luck if you ask me, dude. Um, and not Andrew. Not Andrew luck. Yeah. All right. Who do you got? Number eight. I actually... I have edge band still. <laughs> might come as a shocker, but I look up and down his roster and I see no consistency. Um, true, he just got T.Y. Hilton, which is, you know, it's it's a very risky pickup, but I don't know. I just I don't see a whole lot of consistency out of this roster. Um, I don't really like the roster in general. But. Yeah, I think uh, Edge fan. Uh, I, I didn't like the trades he was making. He was coming out saying, "Who wants Sony Michelle?" I was like, "What are you doing? Why?" Oh, <laughs> um, well, I want Michelle, and then he's like, "Ah, I'm not gonna trade him." Like, yeah, what? I think it's because he Snapchatted me, being like, "How many people can you keep again?" I get that question every week. Someone, some new person is like, "How many people do we keep again?" I'm like, "Everybody, you keep everybody," <laughs> and then they freak out. They're like, "What?" Um, it's, you keep everybody in this league. You can keep as many players as you want, guys. Um, and I think that, that scared him into keeping Sony Michelle because he's a young boy. Sony Michelle's a very young boy. Um, and who do you have at eight? I have you at eight. No. <laughs> the old two and the old, uh, what are you now? Two and seven? Two and seven. Yeah. <clears throat> Not looking good for you. I mean, your team has... Sh- obviously shown it can score 150 point games but some weeks you can't even score 100 it's just not consistent enough unfortunately carry on johnson he had one really good week and now he he's just doing nothing he's he doesn't like doing anything anymore which is crazy because i mean it's not like because now he's still getting the same amount of carries he was that that game he went off he's just not doing well so that that's not good news for you, Michael. Uh, besides uh, that, besides that, I mean, you still got your Packers, and now Valdez Scantling is looking really good. Yeah. Uh, so there's still potential for some wins here, um, but your team's just not as consistent as it should be. No, I mean I agree. That's I have myself at seven, and I agree. I think the only reason I have myself at seven, not eight, is because of Valdez Scantling, and I think. I, I will probably play him the rest of the year because he's put out, what is it, four weeks in a row over double, in double digits. So, And especially now that, um, you know, Geronimo Allison is out for the year. Randall Cobb probably won't come back. So it's him and Devontae Adams. And yeah. honestly, if I can get all of Aaron Rodgers' passing yards, and they do have a favorable schedule coming up, in my opinion. I mean, they have the Dolphins this week. 
they go to Seattle, that's going to be tough. But in general, they usually play well against Seattle. So, um, I, yeah, I, I still think I could win a few games, but I think the playoffs are kind of out of reach, which is very sad. Very yeah. sad. Very sad. Run is over. <laughs> okay, um, number six. <clears throat> Wait, what about number? my number seven, dude? Who's your number seven? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Rock. Okay. It is Brock, Edge fan. Yeah, I didn't like his trades that he made. Uh, gave up George Kittle. Um, didn't like that. That's yeah. You don't want to give up George Kittle. He's been doing so well. Gave up Marlon Mack, too, which I think this trade will help him in the long run. I like Hilton in the long run a little bit more, but this year I like Mack better. I agree. Uh, yeah, so Overall, not, I don't know. They... It looked like even trades, and they could go either way, but I think he missed on all of them. So. Yeah, I, I really do. I, there might have been one more trade in there. I can't remember, but I really didn't like him giving up Kittle because Kittle is fantastic this year. So. I agree. And okay, who did, he get, um, did he get Gronk for it? Yeah, Gronk's just not good him. this year. Not that good. <clears throat> nope. Six. Six. I have Chris Brenton. So this is actually a pretty – I mean, he was at five for last week, but for most of the year he's been at least in the top five or six. I mean, six is the lowest he's been in my power rankings, but Chris is probably going to lose again. I mean, he's got a lot of big-name people on his team, but I don't know. I didn't love the – I don't think the Marlon Mack T.Y. Hilton trade was good for either player, honestly. So I, I don't know. I don't really love Marlon Mack. He's playing the he's playing the Jags this week. I don't think that's going to go well for him. Um, Josh Gordon is actually doing some things. I'm a little ticked. He got he has Mike Davis, who apparently is now um, well, going to be like one of the starters, co-star yeah. at running back, which ticks me off because I literally have two Seahawks running backs for that exact purpose. Um, but yeah, he's got John Brown has not been doing much despite how much you like him. And I don't know. I, his team's just not consistent, kind of like mine. It's really good on paper, but not consistent. All right. Uh, I will talk about Chris more when it's uh, my turn to put him in the power rankings. I've got to talk about the person Chris beat last week, me. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm number six. <clears throat> uh,. I don't know. One of the reasons I'm number six is while I do have tons of talented people, these talented people are all playing some very, very good defenses because they're on very good teams. They're they're scheduled harder because of it. Um, and, and now my matchups are not looking very good whatsoever. I picked up Jordan Howard, which I love because now I really believe Jordan Howard is is going to be my best running back. Uh, absolutely screw off, Zeke. <laughs> I hate having Zeke on my team. I hate rooting for the Cowboys. And so far, he scored six for me and a 14-point game. He did nothing in the second half last week. After getting, He got to 14 in the first half and then just did nothing. So, uh, Besides that, Mark Ingram can go die. Um, wow. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm really debating starting Edo Smith over Mark Ingram this week because Mark Ingram, he really doesn't want to help me anymore. And I just, I, I like my team, but they're, they're disappointing me. They're disappointing me at every, uh, 
every possible way they can. And now I am sitting there at three and six in eighth place. I don't like it. I don't blame you. And you might not win again this week. I know. I'm facing Anthony, who is uh, very good. Yeah. Um, I'll talk about you when I get to you. Uh, number five, making the biggest jump of the week. I need to apologize. I need to make an apology here. Do you better? Because I wrote this team off last week. He did. And I was wrong. Um, I was so wrong that I, I actually need to apologize for the first time on this podcast. Max, you're at number five. Um, you're four and five, and you're probably going to win this week after Big Ben decided to uh, put up 51 points, which he'll do periodically for some reason or another. You have Tevin Coleman and Aaron Jones in flex, Melvin Gordon and Kareem Hunt. I don't think there's a better running back situation in this league. And for that exact reason, you're my number five. That's that. Yeah, he's good. John? Hello? Yeah, uh, I'm here. I accidentally muted my mic. Classic. Uh, But yeah. Uh, he's got the best running back situation. I also have him at number five. Uh, best running back situation is wide receiver situation. Not too good. Uh, um, but uh, besides Emmanuel Sanders, of course. Yes. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald's on the com- the the up and up too. So I, I like I like what Max is is showing the rest of the year. And honestly, like I've been saying it throughout the entire year, he only needs Kareem Hunt and Melvin Gordon. But he's they're carrying his team like every single week. I I swear. Um, yeah, but this week it's Big Ben absolutely carrying his his team fifty one points. Is that I don't know what the highest score Patrick Mahomes has got, but I feel like that's the highest score for a quarterback this year. It's definitely up there. Let me see. Mahomes has gone fifty two, so he's a, had a little bit of a better game, one point. All right, number four. Michael. Oh, number four. Um, I have you. Oh. I have you. Uh, that's probably higher than you think you would have been for me. Yeah. But um, I think your team's – I don't know. I know your record is bad, and it's probably not going to get any better anytime soon. You're probably not going to make the playoffs, but if I look – this is just a power rankings. This is not where we're at in the league. You're going to be three and seven, and I still think you'll be the fourth best team in this league. Um, like you said, your team plays a really tough schedule, but if I'm looking at pure what, like if I threw you in the playoffs, I would give you a pretty good shot to make it. You won't make the playoffs, but if you did, you would have a pretty good shot to win. So for that reason, you're four. I'm definitely going to need to win this week, uh, which is looking a little bit more possible. James Conner didn't have a like 20, 30 point game. So I like that. I like seeing that. And uh, at this point, Anthony's playing a guy who's on bye. Is so, he? Yeah, I don't see that. Um, Cortland Sutton, who's on bye. Uh, you might be looking at week nine because I don't see him playing Cortland Sutton currently. He's on his bench. Oh, okay. Never mind. I was looking. All right. Anyway. <laughs> uh, my number four is Mr. Adante Provenzano, NC Hammers. Okay. Um, the NC Amherst, what did he do last week? He beat you. Yeah, he beat me. Um, 
I like Adate's team. He's scoring tons and tons of points. Uh, Todd Gurley, of course, even had a little bit of an off week last week. Um, but he uh, and Julio Jones scored a touchdown. He's got Kelsey, which you can depend on to score a lot of points every week. But I don't know if you, how long you can depend on O.J. Howard to do this. Um, I got him number four. He's a, he's a championship contender. I think these top four are a champion, championship contenders, in my opinion. And uh, Adate is one of them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I get that. That's why I have Adante at four, or I mean three, excuse me. Yeah, he, uh, he's just, like you said, top to bottom, this guy has no weaknesses. Yeah. Uh, he is unbelievably consistent. And that's why it's one of the top three in the league. Um, something we didn't see coming. Yeah, even Cam Newton had a bad game, but unfortunately he has... Who's he have on by this week? He has someone on by. Does uh, he have a bye? No, he doesn't. doesn't Wait, who's his second running back? Uh, he Gibbs? doesn't have one. He doesn't have one. So remember, Marshawn Lynch was the second running back until he got placed uh, on the IR. Freeman. Is Devontae Freeman out for the year? Yes, Devontae Freeman. Uh, maybe. Could return, Could return uh, this year. If he gets Devontae Freeman back, he's going to be in really good shape. That's the only way I could see Adante not winning this league is if he just gets no production out of that second running back spot. Uh, it says he's he's uh, eligible to return December 23rd, which I believe would be after our championship. I'm not sure. No, that would be it might our- be the week of the championship. Yeah. So if he can get there. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be hard. This is uh, this is my least favorite of the championship contenders, just because he's depending on like two tight ends, basically. Um, if Todd Gurley two, isn't popping off, two tight ends just really frustrates me. But you know, you got to do what you got to do. And they're two really good tight. Obviously, Travis Kelsey's the best tight end, but uh, OJ Howard. I mean, he's you can't deny what he's been doing lately. So it's true. Uh, okay, this. number two. <clears throat> uh, what about my number three? I didn't even get to say. My oh, number three. oh, sorry. I, I thought you. Okay, number three. Someone you mentioned a while ago, Mr. Chris Breton. Uh, he's my number, number three. three. Yes. Uh, after putting the stomp down on me, um, Christian McCaffrey. Man, man, oh man, do I like this guy? Uh, I didn't like him last week, but uh, geez, he's he's really starting to turn up here for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, he was trying to remember when Chris was trying to trade Christian McCaffrey. I know he hated Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, he would have regretted that a big time, big time. Um, I really like Chris's team. Uh, Greg Olson's back. He's got he's got tons of good tight ends. I I like Jack Doyle better than Chris Olson, honestly. Um, yeah, that's fair. <clears throat> but I still I like Marlon Mack. Um, I liked I liked his trade at least for this year. I don't know how Marlon Mack is is looking like in future years. Uh, but Colts offensive line is really good, so I think whoever's at running back is is going to be looking good. And and Marlon Mack's been looking really good. That was a good trade, I think, uh, for the rest of the season. James White, even though Sonny Michelle's coming back, James White has still been putting up like over ten every week. He has literally never scored under ten points. So. Uh, he's probably like the flex of the year. 
Mr. James White is. I really like uh, Chris's team. Unfortunately, very unfortunate he might lose this week after Christian McCaffrey scored 35 points because Big Ben decided to go off. Uh, right. We'll see what happens. It, it. I think this one might be a close one. It'll be very close. Uh, yeah, I guess you like Chris's team more than I do, but he just hasn't been that consistent. Roster-wise, pretty good. I don't know. It's very similar to Max's team in that his running backs are very good. Josh Gordon's not going to be consistent. Robert Woods is obviously not the best wide receiver, two to have. Uh, He's got to have someone else. John Brown, I guess. His wide receivers aren't as good, but uh, he's a lot like Max's roster. Okay, that's very fair. Okay, um, my number two and number one have been unchanged. Um, But number two, I'll I'll talk about Anthony for a second. Um, I don't have much else to say other than this guy just goes off every week. And... He's probably the best team in the league. Like, if I had to bet on who's going to win the championship, it would be him. Um, he's. But you have him at number two. He's at number two. Um, <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, wide receiver situation is incredible. Running back situation now that Leonard Fournette is back <coughs> is just ridiculous. He's not playing. Oh, he is playing Tyler Boyd this week. I yeah. hope. Okay. Yes, he is. So, I mean, Tyler Boyd was a great. Great pickup for him. And now A.J. Green is no longer uh, healthy. Yeah, so even more throws towards t- uh, Tyler Boyd. So probably the best team in the league, just hands down. Yeah, my my rankings are switched, flip from yours. I have Anthony at number one because he is definitely the best team, hands down. Kamara is insane once again. Uh, as long as Mark Ingram is absolutely sh- shit in the bed, then Kamara is just going off. Yep. Uh, James okay. Conner is insane, and now he's got Leonard Fournette back. This guy's scary. He's really – it is a scary, scary team. Now, <coughs> give, me, give me a minute. Tom Myron, this is it. It's week 10. I forecasted this weeks ago. I said this will be the week that you go down. My whole season has led up to this point. I am 2-7. and seven. You are 9-0. and But I will tell you this. We will defeat you this week. There is not a, there's no doubt in my mind. We will take you down piece by piece. <laughs> that is all. Wow. I mean, yeah. You caught him on a, a very bad week with Latavius. Latavius, no Adam Thielen, and DeAndre Hopkins out. No excuses. Uh, I haven't had Le'Veon Bell all year. <clears throat> yeah, I guess so. I, I guess so. Um, but yeah, this one's still going to be a close one. Tom's, I mean, I didn't know Tom had Dion Lewis. He's been he's been doing well. Not this week, he won't. He's playing New England. That's very true. Tom also has some very tough matchups this week. So that's, that's going to be a rough one. Joseph Mixon against New Orleans. Don't like that. Andrew Luck against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't like that. How much do you think Miami's going to be running the ball with Kenyon Drake? Against Green Bay? Not much. <clears throat> no, they did nothing with him last week. And they're going to, my prediction is Green Bay's going to win that game big, so I don't think they'll be running the ball very much. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Miami's got a good team. I don't know if they can. And Green Bay, they don't have a good team. So That's we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> and Andrew Luck plays Jacksonville. Yeah, so it's it's looking like a very good week for Michael. Uh, but, yeah, I have Tom at number two. 
in my rankings. Uh, he's still, he's undefeated, and he could easily go down this week. Uh, he's got a he's good team. Uh, easily? Yeah, you're right. Easily. <clears throat> easily. Easily, he's go easily down. going to go down this week. You're right. I'd, okay. I would be a sucker not to predict it, honestly. Exactly. Because okay. it's like two uh, of his three best players are not playing. So. Well, you know, my team isn't exactly one you, you should bet on, but still. <clears throat> Um, let's see. Did we do uh, our news segment? Yeah. So we are, we're, we're unfortunately getting towards the end of this podcast because the league is ending, but we, I want to uh, go through rest of the season since the trade deadline has happened. uh, We got a nice little list of all the trades that happened this year. um, And I want to do maybe three or four a week. We go back and look at three or four trades from the past and we we give them grades and we see how the we see how that trade wound up for both teams okay so let's, let's take a look for very first one involved both of us and we did it on this podcast this very podcast if you yeah we did uh i traded you mike gasecki you gave me michael gallup you have since cut michael gallup from your roster so and, you win the trade automatically, probably there. And well, you would have won the trade because Michael Gallup has done really good recently. Yes. And but you cut him, so I would say I won the trade. <clears throat> yeah, you definitely won the trade because I cut him. I definitely would have. Won the tra- I would have won the trade if I still had him because he is starting to do well. He didn't do that well last week, but he still did better than he did at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Um. But Dak Prescott is just blue last week, so. Yeah, he did blow. Okay, let's look at a, kind of a bigger caliber. <clears throat> okay. You don't want to uh, go in order with these trades, or do you want to? No, no, I think we should do, I mean, just kind of jump around here. Okay. So do you want me to, do you have them up too, or? I, I want to, I want your opinion on this. So um, if I'm giving my, let's give out grades. So I would give. Well, you you failed the trade because you cut this guy, so you literally F. got. I would give myself like a C because Mike Gesicki hasn't exactly done anything, but he's still a young tight end who I will keep on my roster. Um, now let's look at my trade with Chris that I made a couple weeks ago. So I gave up Tyreek Cohen and a second round pick for this year. I received Corey Davis, Lamar Miller, and Chris's first round pick. Now, I know this trade this trade is only gone for a week, but what would you give out for grades? Um <clears throat> I would let's see. On your side, this is a pretty let's I li- I like your side better. I'm gonna give you a, a big fat I'm gonna give you a B, and I'm gonna yep. give Chris a C. Mm-hmm. Um I don't I don't know. Tyree Cohen performing well this year, kind of. But I still like Jordan Howard as the main man in Chicago. Uh, and I think last week was a nice little teaser of, of what's to come for Ty- Tyree Cohen. Uh, that Jordan Howard is, I mean, he's he's the rusher there. Tyree Cohen's more of the, of the, of the catcher in the backfield. He's like the James White of Chicago. Exactly. But you don't want to be the James White of Chicago. You want to be the James White of New England. Um, That's true. Uh, so Tyreek Cohen, he's 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 good, but I don't I don't know how much of a future I see for this guy. And then he got a second round pick, 
um, which is fine, of course. Second-round picks aren't that good. He had to give up a first-round pick, which Michael would, likes a lot. Corey Davis, which um, I don't see him being good this year, but if he had Tennessee... a good week last week. Oh. But if yeah, Tennessee ever... I mean, it seems like Tennessee is starting to figure out their offense against... I mean, they were facing Dallas, but... Uh, yeah, if if they ever figure out their offense, Corey Davis is a great talent uh, to own. Lamar Miller, I mean, he's Lamar Miller's just sneaky good, putting up hundred yard games every once in a while. So, I mean, that's a good good guy to own. Always, he's a pretty like. average starting running back. Yeah. He's a good flex guy. So, exactly, he's a he's a nice little flex to have on on days where the Houston Texans are playing some some bad rush defenses. Exactly. So. Yeah, I would. I would agree. I, I mean, I don't think it was a lopsided trade, but I think overall I won because I don't. I don't think Tyreek Cohen will keep it up, and this was the right time to get rid of him. And two first round picks. I'm happy with that. So. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you have another trade you want to look at? <clears throat> yes. Um, this one's a. Let's see. This one's a nice little. This one. This one involves uh, some future trade value. Um, with one of the players involved. Okay. So NC Hammers and myself, uh, this was a trade that happened back on October 19th. Most of these trades happened very recently, actually. There were barely any trades uh, at the beginning of the season. But um, yep. I gave up Mr. Wendell Smallwood. He gave me Chris Godwin. He really needed a running back. This was right when Marshawn Lynch got put on the IR. What do you think about these trades? Uh, I I guess I should tell you as well. I eventually gave up Chris Godwin and who else? Chris Godwin and Taylor Gabriel for Jordan Howard uh, a couple a week back. Okay, so let me get this right. So you gave up um, you gave up Wendell Smallwood, who will most likely never play after this year. And you gave up Taylor Gabriel, who is like the third wide receiver on Chicago. And no one ever wants to be the third wide receiver on Chicago. And you got Jordan Howard. In the end of everything, yes. I will give you an A on that trade. Thank you. um, He got Wendell Smallwood. Yes. I will give him a C- minus on that trade. Because right now, Wendell Smallwood has some value. I think Josh Adams is going to become the back in Philadelphia. I think he's really good, the rookie out of Notre Dame. And uh, I think Wendell Smallwood will become a third down back at best. So, yeah. yeah. And A for John, just like most of his trades this year. That is painful to say because <laughs> you've been a swindler. Everybody knows it. How am I swindling people? You All have right. Swindled. All I do is send trades, and they accept it. I'm not, like, texting them, like, ooh, this trade's really good for your team. Like, I'm just, I'm sending trades. They're accepting it. You are the league commissioner, and you know these trades are not fair. Not, I mean, not not necessarily not fair, but not evil. I mean, but that's, you're supposed to send a trade that you think benefits you at first, and then maybe you guys even it out. You're never supposed to send a trade that, like, you think is even at first. You gotta be a good owner, Michael. You gotta be smart, because... Because these people might accept it. I get it. I get it. I just think commissioner comes before owner. You should care more <laughs> about the league than you do about your own team. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, 
I guess so. You don't see Roger. You don't, <laughs> you don't see Roger Goodell owning an NFL team. Exactly. Corrupt. I say we get a new owner. Me. <laughs> we just hire a commissioner that isn't. Oh my gosh. Doesn't have a team. That's, that's a great idea. Let's just spend twenty bucks. We hire a commissioner. Who, what does he even do? <laughs> he has to decide if trades are even. But we got rid of that. We got rid of that. That's his job. He's impartial, unbiased. Okay, okay. All right, guys. New idea for the next year's league. But the, it's that completely gets rid of like people making bad trades. Yeah, if I, someone makes a mistake, okay. then they We're just don't get punished. Okay. I, I, I don't have enough money to pay somebody. I'm already way too much money in debt. So... <laughs> Um, I'd be giving him my student loans, and I don't think he. Would. Yeah, we we don't need to hire a commissioner. We we hire Roger Goodell. That would be amazing. Yeah, only Roger Goodell if he's okay with it. Yeah, um, honestly, Wendell Smallwood, not too bad. I disagree with. The, I think the Eagles are never going to have a number one guy at running back. They never have. They never will. They really like having three or four running backs just like sharing everything it's the it's very weird but uh Wendell Smallwood but it is going to be luck basically whether or not Wendell Smallwood's gonna get that carry that gets into the end zone um and get that nice little hole but uh yeah I think I think we're good on three trades I think that's a good amount let's go on to projections okay um next week we have I mean, we don't have the like clash of the Titans next. We, I mean, we have some big matchups. I think one of the biggest ones is actually Chris and Max. Um, I big Ben scoring fifty one is really hard, but so I have to go with Max. Um, fifty one out of your quarterback, like he's already halfway to a hundred. No one else has played. Like that's insane. Yeah. I I gotta go with him. You can't not. Um, if this was like out of a running back or I don't know, like if it's a quarterback, so you're just like, well, shit, you know. Um, Kareem Hunt faces Arizona. Melvin Gordon faces Oakland. Tevin Coleman faces Cleveland. Aaron Jones faces Miami. Like Chris, you're just not gonna beat it. These no. matchups are way too good. Um, I would be surprised to see Kareem Hunt and Melvin Gordon score 50 apiece as well. Honestly. Uh, but Max is playing all his cards in like one week. Like last week he exploded against Alex maybe. Yeah. yeah. This week he might explode against uh, – he's just like putting all his eggs into one basket on these on these weeks. He's looking good now. He's starting he's to look really good. He's having a good close to the season. Yeah. Okay, uh, Adante and Alex. I think Adante takes this one. These are two pretty lopsided matchups, actually. Quinn is not really trying, so I give Edge fan the, the edge. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the pity laugh. Um, and then Adante is probably going to beat Alex. Hey, so. maybe if maybe if Des was playing, Quinn would have had a better chance. But uh, yeah. No, uh, Edge fan. And obviously NC Hammers. But Alex just always ran. I mean, I have to predict MC Hammers, but Alex always randomly has like 140-point weeks, so um, which I didn't think was possible when you look at his players. But somehow, somehow he does it. 
All right, okay, there are two, um, more, two more good games. I like yeah, it. Yeah, we have our games. Um, I think these are the games of the week. These are very big games for, well, for us, if we're going to keep trying, and for not really for the teams that we're playing, but just for us. So you play Anthony. I'm actually going to go with the upset here. I think you're going to beat him. Uh, James Conner only went for 15. I don't think Leonard Fournette is going to be at full strength when he comes back. So I I really think you'll beat him. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, I think it's possible. I definitely think it's possible. I hope hope that that Eagles... Cowboys game on Sunday night is high scoring so we can just get Zeke Carson to Zacher it's like every play um but they both have pretty good defenses so very worried about that um those NFC East battles are I feel like they're not high scoring too often no um so I'm just worried about those players in particular I still don't know if I'm playing Mark Ingram or Ito Smith like I feel like I get a guaranteed touchdown out of Ito Smith against Cleveland I don't know if I get that out of Mark Ingram. Um, but uh, Tyreek has got, I guess the Arizona passing defense is pretty good. I'm not sure. Uh, but Tyreek is super inconsistent. He'll either score 30 or 10. Uh, but yeah. I like Odell. I like Jordan Howard versus Detroit. I really like that. Uh, and I like Odell versus San Francisco. I, it could happen. But I'm going to need Anthony Anthony's players to flop. I don't think I'm scoring... 150. I'm scoring probably 130 at most. And that's your only chance. Yep. I think you're going to do it. Okay. Okay. um, I'm looking at my matchup. And, you know, to be honest, I don't love Kerryon Johnson going up against Chicago. Don't love Brandon Cooks going against Seattle. I don't – yeah, I don't really love a lot of my matchups, to be fair. Corey Davis going up against New England because I have to play him with uh, people on by. But I'll say this. I've said for weeks, Tom, this is your reckoning. We've been preparing all season. My guys will be ready. I hope yours will be. Because we're coming for you. And for that reason, you're going to da- you're going down. You're going to lose. 9 and 1. <laughs> 9 and 1. Uh, honestly, I think you're going to win this week. Tom, he's got three of like the top four wide receivers in the league. I believe I sent that screenshot to everybody. Michael Thomas, DeAndre Hopkins, and Adam Thielen are are in the top four, all in the top four of scoring wide receivers. He's missing two of those this week. That's not good. Um... Michael Thomas is going to have to carry this team this week because I don't see Kenyon Drake scoring a lot. Joe Mixon's facing a tough New Orleans defense. I don't see him scoring a lot. I don't know why they're projecting he's scoring 16. Um, Kenny Galladay hasn't done jack in forever. Uh, It's just, it's not looking good. He's got terrible matchups and he's missing two of his key players. So it's going to be a rough one uh, for good old team miring this I mean, it doesn't matter if he loses. Uh, obviously, pride against Michael. He's already clinched the playoffs, as we see on Sleeper. They've given us a nice little asterisk by his by his number, letting us know he cannot possibly miss out on playoffs, um, which is fantastic. But he, I bet he wants number one in those standings at the end of the year. Well, he's not going to get any help towards that this week. 
Just yeah, let I don't me know. Think so either. I don't think so either. I'm going you. I think oh. all your Packers pop off against Miami. Gonna be another sixty-point week for Devontae and Aaron. I'm just excited. I'm excited for playoffs to come, and we can get some like really good matchups all around the board. Because uh, right now we've got some teams that are giving up. Kind of Um, next week's looking good because those two teams, Alex and Quinn, play each other. So everyone else, the the wealth spread around, and we we've got some good matchups. So I'm looking forward to uh, week eleven. Yeah, I agree. I've decided that I'm gonna actually keep, even like if I lose this week and I'm two and eight, I'm gonna keep trying just to try to be as good as I can when the playoffs start. Because if even if I'm in the toilet bowl, I want to have some choices. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna keep trying. We haven't thought about this too much tanking for that uh, illustrious first round pick, our first I, pick of the first round. Yeah, is it just straight up? Last place gets the first round pick. Uh, I think it's going to be winner of the toilet bowl gets it. So whoever is the loser in the toilet bowl, we can't bowl. do that. We can't <laughs> do that. Why not? We can't. We can't let Quinn not get the first pick in the draft. <clears throat> oh yeah, I guess so. That's that's just not right. Quinn okay. deserves that first pick in the draft. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, I'm um, fine letting the winner get the second pick in the draft. The winner of the whole thing. The, oh, the winner I of the think toilet we just bowl. Just go by record. Honestly, not even like the toilet bowl. Oh, I meant like the person who loses the entire toilet bowl, though. Oh. Yeah, like. Uh, I, I think we need to go by record. Okay. So, um, do you want record for everybody then? We would have to even it out, probably. What if we did. What let's if, t- we'll so, talk about this more. We'll talk about this more. Probably uh, record of the last four teams. And then out of the people who make the playoffs, it's based how you place in the playoffs playoffs. yeah no we don't want to do that either because but that's how they do it in the nfl isn't it yeah i think it is but do you want but then that means that once you lose in the first round of the playoffs people are going to try to lose the next game um they don't they don't have next games i don't think they have consolation rounds i guess yeah, then they'll. Tr- oh, are we gonna count the constellation? I was just. I was gonna do like. So if if Milford loses in the first round, if he loses to the team who like does better in the playoffs overall, then he gets like a he gets a pick that he'll be ranked higher in the standings at the end. Okay. Because he played a team that like if he loses to the team that wins the championship, then he had uh he then he'll. I think that's how the NFL does it is like if the lions lost to the future Super Bowl champions out of everyone who lost in the divisional round, they would have the best. They would finish the best in the standings out of all those divisional round losers. I think that's how they do it. All right. We'll talk about it more, but yeah, we will. All right. This is a, this is wraps up week 10 podcast, but we'll, we'll be coming at you by Tuesday. We're going to get the next one out quicker. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. Making promises. Making promises. I don't have any more tests this next week, so I'll have a lot more time. And Michael did well on his tests. Everyone give him a round of applause in in the chat. Give him a little congrats on uh, doing well on his uh, his exams this week. Fantastic, Michael. Thank you. It was a good week. Uh, Unfortunately, I wasn't able to get the uh, fantasy podcast out, which I was 
most disappointed out. Yeah. With, but, I mean, um, we had, yeah, very unfortunate, but sometimes you got to make sac- sacrifices. I know. I, I, I'm sad I had to choose the podcast is the thing I sacrificed, but <laughs> yeah, it is the most important thing in my life. Uh, yeah, I, I get it too. Sorry, Miriam. <laughs> I very apologize to Miriam. <clears throat> Everybody, um, let her know she's not the most important thing in John's life. Okay, um, that's that's what I got. That's what we got today. Yeah. Uh, good luck to everybody, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Except Tom. Tom, just know what's coming. Nine and winter one. is coming for you. It'll be cold. Game of Thrones. Coming for you, Tom. Thrones, baby.